it's Big Joe for Absolute Comfort, your trusted, independent, American Standard Air dealer. Owner Chris Wedekin sells the ductless Mitsubishi Electric Mini Split, which is a great option to heat and cool individual spaces while blending into the decor. If you want your poker room to be dressed up, you could take a vinyl wrap and put on these. If you like the more modern look, they have styles in black, silver, and pearl white that would be more aesthetically pleasing for your rooms. Find out more at absolutecomfort.org. Absolute Comfort is your trusted, independent, American Standard Air Mitsubishi Electric Elite Ductless Pro Dealer. Hammer and Nigel. Can you believe these characters are weirdos? On 93 WIBC. So let's rock it! Hammer, we've been talking a lot about how... I mean, we've been speculating if Donald Trump is going to run in 2024, who else is going to put their name in the hat, and that's on a national level. But we do have an election next year in Marion County, mayoral uh, election with Joe Hogsett. Is he going to run for a third term? Now, the last time he was reelected in a landslide, I think he got like 72% of the vote in Marion County, the speculation was that was going to be it. Because I believe Boss Hogsett thought he was going to get some sort of cush job in the Biden administration. Well, not only that, but he's gone on record as saying he uh, is for term limits. You know, for he's on the record calling for two term limits for mayor of Indianapolis. But the gig that he was wanting, I think, went to Keisha Lance Bottoms, the former mayor of Atlanta. So here's Joe Hogsett. Good old boss Hogsett here in Indianapolis, he doesn't have anything to fall back on. So it sounds like he is close to announcing he's going to run again in Marion County. Hmm. So he's got an event tomorrow. It's at the Tomlinson Tap, and he put out an email blast. So if you subscribe to Joe Hogsett's email blast, you are given some sort of invitation to attend this event tomorrow. He's going to make his intentions known tomorrow, one way or the other. Of course, it's at a bar. (laughs) Right? (laughs) So, but on this invitation, and it was sent to us from somebody who got one, he's asking for donations of 20 bucks, 50 bucks, or 100 bucks to Hogset for Indianapolis. Sure sounds to me like he's running. Right. Even though, again, he called... I was just reading uh, Indy Star this morning, uh, uh, Briggs, there is sort of a left-leaning opinion writer there. He was even like, okay, it looks like Hogsett's running, but somebody needs to have a conversation with this guy. He's the one that called for term limits. He said he wasn't going to do it for more than two terms. What's happening? Why wouldn't... You know, what's going on here? Now, what we know about Marion County is that you could dig up the corpse of a Civil War veteran, as long as there's a D next to their name, they're probably going to win. But there could be an interesting primary because there's competition now. Democrat Robin Shackelford, she is a black woman. She has already announced that she is in this thing. She is in it to win it. If she were to win, she would be the city's first female and first black mayor. We could also see Vop Osley, the head of the city county council. So the Democrat primary could be really interesting here. Um, So Joe Hogsett's events tomorrow sounds like he's going to run again. I would like to see a Democratic primary for mayor in Marion County. I would too. Where were you the night uh, of the riots? You think that question would be asked or challenged by any of the other Democrats that may be running against him? If I'm Robin Shackelford, that's question one. Question one and question yeah, two she's is... running 
Where were you the night of the riots, and can you prove She's it? She's running heavy on fighting crime. Right. I mean, that's a big, big deal for her platform. Meanwhile, for the Republicans... <laughs> doesn't matter. Jason Hammer running... <laughs> Dan Dockage running for mayor. Hey, maybe Abdul will throw his name in oh, the hat. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, You were gone uh, Friday. We talked about that. Uh, the Wish TV... Wish Our news gathering partners, Wish TV, had a big article about who might be running for mayor. And the, at the end, they mentioned Abdul. And I asked him about that. He's like, well, I'll, you know... In, and he wasn't he was non-committal but he said he's looking at, at a republican run possibly okay so you're looking forward to getting beat 60 percent to 40 percent because that's the way the voting structure is set up in marion county like cindy carrasco in the prosecutor's race she had money she had commercials she was competent she was competent she ran what i thought was a pretty decent campaign but she still lost 60% to 40% because that's exactly how the registered voters are in Marion County. It's almost three to one Democrat. You can't overcome that. It's so difficult. Straight ticket, boy. Straight ticket is how Ryan Mears got to that 60% level. So God bless whoever wants to run as a Republican. If the question is, is there any hope for the GOP, for the Republicans in Marion County, I will defer to our pal, Dr. Evil. How about no? <laughs> no. No, there's not. But there could be a primary, and maybe if Robin Shackelford and possibly Vop Osley or whoever else wants to run, if there's a debate, you have to ask Boss Hogsett, where were you the night of the debate, the night of the riots, mm -hmm. and can you back it up? And to a lesser extent, um, not as important as that, but equally as relevant is why you're calling for term limits for mayor and you're running for a third term. Right. 100%. Uh, President Biden and President Xi of China opened up their first in-person meeting earlier today. This is the... Uh, First, since Biden took office about two years ago, did you see the outfit Biden had on? He was wearing like a China President Xi type of shirt. So was Justin Trudeau. Oh, I did see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just really and Is bizarre. that customary for them to do that? I don't know. At this point, I'm just surprised that Joe Biden didn't talk to him the way that the grandparents talked to Long Duck Dong and 16 <laughs> Candles. <laughs> Where is my automobile? Can't you see Joe Biden doing that to President Xi? I think we all can. Dong, where is my automobile? So they greeted each other with a handshake at this luxury resort. We're going to be lucky if he doesn't hand over the nuke codes. I mean, that's where we're at with Joe Biden, right? Would you be shocked? Uh, I'm not. I'm not even trying to be over the top. Would you be shocked if Joe Biden came back and said, uh, "I gave him the nuke codes, but I got these magic beans," <laughs> and he holds up a bag of beans? That's where we're at with Joe Biden. Um, man, this story from Virginia just heartbreaking. A man is in custody after shooting five students at the University of Virginia, killing three of them. It's a former football player yeah. that shot and killed three current football and players. I thought I read that he was known, he was somebody that was, quote, known to police as well. 
man, I'm tired of hearing that police knew about the suspect. We knew about this guy. Yeah. Like we heard that in Parkland, right? Oh, he was known. Yeah. He wanted to be a school shooter. Like, man, come on. We can sit here and debate gun laws all you want. And people are doing that right now. But we've got to get to a point to where if you see a crazy bastard, we have to, by all the rules of the Constitution, be able to do something about crazy bastard. Because this is ridiculous. Um, So it's a former football player that shot and killed three of them as they made their way off of this bus. It was like a campus bus that was coming back from some event. And I guess it was like an ambush. There's no possible way you can defend yourself, I think, in something like that. No possible way to defend yourself. I don't think we have a motive yet. We, there's a lot we still don't know. This happened early this morning, like uh, just after midnight. The governor of Virginia, Glenn Youngkin, tweeted, This morning, Suzanne and I are praying for the UVA community. Virginia State Police is fully cooperating with the UVA Police Department and local authorities. Uh, Kirk Herbstreet, who's the college football announcer for ESPN, he tweets, What has taken place at Virginia is truly heartbreaking. My deepest condolences to Coach Tony Ellett and all of the UVA football program and to the families of Deshaun Perry, Lavelle Davis Jr., and Devin Chandler and to the entire Charlottesville community. And I mentioned earlier, there is a gun debate happening. Shannon Watts of Moms Demand Action, she tweets, quote, You'll be glad to know the governor of Virginia, a lifetime NRA member, is praying for the University of Virginia. Yeah, anybody that slams someone else or saying thoughts and prayers or think, you know, has a has a, an, an agenda. Just be aware of that. So, it, when 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 a tragedy happens and or I guess it's, I, I mean this was an atrocity. This is horrific. And somebody says, "Screw your thoughts and prayers." Basically, they have a an agenda and they're using it to perpetuate it. Now, earlier today, once we knew who the suspect was, the Washington Post put out a story and a tweet. They have since deleted this tweet, but screenshots exist. I think we retweeted it earlier. It was a picture of the gunman, who is a black kid, and the headline says, suspected UVA gunman had troubled childhood, but then flourished. It was almost like a positive, uplifting story about this scumbag that took three innocent lives, tried to take multiple more after that. Now, listen, I'm not trying to make race involved in everything here, but let's not ignore what's happening. If this were a white gunman, do you think the Washington Post would have had the headline of troubled childhood, but then he flourished? No, no No, way. Not a chance. Disgusting.